Next, I want to talk to you about Paul the Evangelist. Okay. Uh, please turn with me, if you have your Bible, turn to Acts 17.2. We just talked about Paul and how he made disciples. And In Acts 17.2 we read, Then Paul, as his custom was, went into them, and for three Sabbaths reasoned with them from the scriptures. Verse 3, explaining and demonstrating that the Christ had to suffer and rise again from the dead. And saying, this Jesus whom I preach to you is the Christ. And some of them were persuaded. And a great multitude of devout Greeks and not a few leading women uh, join Paul and Silas. I didn't read you verse 1 there. But I read to you about Paul's example. When it came to evangelism, Paul lived a lifestyle of evangelism. It says, as was his custom. This was his custom. In our ministry, we talk about conversational evangelism. And if, if I'm having a conversation with someone, I take by faith, I trust by faith, that it's an opportunity for evangelism. In our country, we have believed a lie. That you cannot share the gospel until you're close friends with someone. No, it's not true that you have to be close friends before you can share with them. The gospel is the power of God in the My friendship is good. But it's not the power of God unto salvation. God says in Acts 17, the same, the same chapter that we're reading from, Paul was preaching in Athens and said that God determined the times and the places that you would live that people would find him. If you're talking to someone, it's an opportunity to share the gospel. And by all means, become their friend. And by all means, love them. But please don't wait to share the gospel. Okay, so as was his custom, he lived a lifestyle of evangelism. He also had an approach. He had a way that he did evangelism. There's nothing wrong with having a strategy. He had a strategy. Okay. And in addition, it says here that, that Jews, Greeks, and prominent women became Christians because of what he did. So, he lived a lifestyle of evangelism. He had a strategy for evangelism. 
And as a result, there were new believers. Okay, now, somebody that has a Bible, read verse 1 and tell me where this happened. Where did this happen in verse 1? What's that? Thessalonica. The exact place that we just read about his discipleship. So, so you guys, I want you to catch this. We're going back to the beginning of the story. These people that became Christians here, after they were discipled, they reached the entire area of the Christ. Isn't that wonderful? But this is, this is where it started. So let's look a little bit about this. A lifestyle of evangelism. As was his custom. In Acts 20-24, Paul makes a bold statement. He says, my life is worth nothing. Except that I be able to share the good news of Jesus Christ. What a statement. My life is worth nothing unless I can share the gospel. This was how he approached life and ministry. I am Christ's. And I will share anywhere, anytime I can. Evangelism is the key to making disciples. If we only focus discipleship inside our church, we'll never win Africa or the world for Christ. By all means, disciple those in your church. But please also go out there and share with those people Islam has been coming from the north down towards the south in Africa. It's time for Christianity to go north. God, God did not call you to hold the line. He called you to take the rest of the, 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 the continent. So reach your Muslim brothers and sisters out there for Jesus. Reach the homosexuals for Jesus. In our, in our country, many Christians are making a big mistake. They're saying, we're okay with your lifestyle. Just please don't be angry with us. Instead of saying, there is only one hope for you, and that's Jesus. And I love you enough to tell you that. I beg you, Make disciples by sharing with the people out there. And for you leaders, there are many, many leaders here. You cannot tell your people to evangelize if you do not set for them an example of evangelism. So be active in sharing your faith. So I'll tell you a funny story about this. I'm committed to sharing my faith often because I can't teach people about evangelism and discipleship if I'm not doing it. And one time in my schedule, 
I try to schedule time each week to go do evangelism and, and also to do it conversationally. But in my schedule, I shortened the word evangelism. I put E-V-A-N and then period. So that time comes up in my schedule. And I tell our staff, I have a discipleship appointment with Evan. <laughs> they said, Evan who? I said, I don't know. <laughs> He's in my schedule. <laughs> Evan is a man's name in America. So I'm walking around wondering, who's this Evan, and when did I meet him? <laughs> and I remembered, oh, it's evangelism. <laughs> it's a funny story, but I want to encourage you as pastors. Schedule evangelism. Take your leaders out doing evangelism. Reach the world together. When you preach, preach about evangelism. Preach about evangelism. Share stories about evangelism. Okay, so live a lifestyle of evangelism and lead by example. Paul had an approach to evangelism. He lived the lifestyle, but he also had a strategy. You'll be more effective in evangelism if you have an idea for what you're going to do. If you just go out there, you haven't thought about it, I'm going to go share my faith. And then you get out there. What do I do? <laughs> I encourage you. Have a strategy. Here's a good one. Has Jesus done anything good in your life? Few of you? <laughs> Has Jesus done something good in your life? Has he saved you from an eternity in hell? Has he blessed you with every spiritual blessing in Christ Jesus? And in Africa, you might have materially less than, than your brothers in America. But you have true riches that Americans only dream of. I drive through here at midnight and people are all talking together. Friendship is important here, right? Relationships are important here, right? In America, they do statistics. They say that on average, the average American has less than two real friends. These are true, true friends that you trust with your life. Among Christians in America, that's probably different. <laughs> but I tell you, we live in a society that has forgotten what friendship is. You, you can't be happy without friends, right? <laughs> we can't with Jesus, but friends are important. You guys have riches here. You guys have riches here. Okay, you are very blessed in Jesus. You have joy. You have peace. 
My gosh, you, you, you are beautiful people. I, it's true. I encourage you. Remember all that you have in Jesus. And tell them how blessed you are. And tell them how blessed you are. This is very simple. Have a strategy. Say this. Without Christ, this is who I was. Well, no, okay, I'm sorry. You don't have to repeat after me. What you can tell them. <laughs> tell people, what were you like without Christ? And if you've been a Christian your whole life, Tell them what you're like without Christ. <laughs> the other night, I had a horrible attitude. And I snapped at my kids. Do you, do you ever yell at your kids in Africa? I yelled at my kids. And, uh, and, I, and I told my kids, kids, that's not how a Christian dad treats his kids. I said, forgive me. That's how I am without Christ. Be honest with people. Without Christ, this is who I am. This is who I was. But then I found Jesus. I was a sinner that needed a savior and he saved me. And he changed me. And this is who I am today. Can you do that with someone? When you do that with someone, don't forget to do this. Ask them, are you ready to trust in Jesus as well? Invite them. Invite them. Believe in Jesus. And you will be saved. Okay, if you make this your strategy, and you say in every conversation, I'm going to try to do something like this. I promise you'll have very effective ministry. Okay? You know one thing that my friend does? I have a friend that travels around the world teaching evangelism. I, I plan to be in India with him this fall. And he, he simply goes up to people and he says, Excuse me, can I ask you a question? If you do this here, what will people say? Right? You say, What's the greatest thing that's ever happened to you? And then you listen to them. Okay. Most people have never been asked this, and they don't know what to say. <laughs> and then you say, can I tell you the greatest thing that's ever happened And you say, you say your testimony. Okay, and you invite them to believe in Jesus. Is that simple? Could you do that with people out there? Could you do that with a Muslim? Please. Have a strategy for evangelism and do it. So what's the fruit of evangelism? Well, in Paul's case, Jews, Greeks, and prominent women became Christians. Okay, in Thessalonica, and then he discipled those people. And before you know it... They reach everyone within 500, uh, 500 kilometers. Is God 
less powerful today than he was then? Does, does the Holy Spirit get weaker over time? Do you think the Holy Spirit could do the same thing in Africa? Yeah? Do you really believe that? I know he's going to do it in you guys. I believe it. I believe it. Remember what I told you yesterday about evangelism. A quote by Bill Bright. By Bill Bright. A statement by Bill Bright. He said, success in evangelism is taking the initiative and the power of the Holy Spirit and then trusting the results to God. The only way you fail in your witness is if you fail to witness. Okay. You guys... Uganda is ready for Jesus. Uganda is Africa is ready for Jesus. God didn't God did not place me here. He placed you here. You know why? Because you're better to reach here than I am. God in Acts 17, the same the same passage we're reading says that he chose you for here for now. You are not here on accident. This is your destiny. Don't don't ever think if only I could be in America. Say God, thank you for putting me in Uganda. In Rwanda. In South Sudan. Thank you for calling me to this place. And not that crazy Najungu. <laughs> Thank you for putting me here. Amen. You're the people to reach this. Okay. And by all means, if God calls you to come to my country, obey the call. <laughs> all right. So you guys, I encourage you. As you, as you share your faith, you'll be leading by example, helping those that you disciple learn to share their faith. At the same time, as you share your faith, you'll be finding new people to disciple. You can't do discipleship and leave evangelism out. So everybody say, I am an evangelist. All right, amen.